You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. Hi, everyone. I am Martina Cunha, and you're listening to Backstage Talk. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Backstage Talk. Today's guest is the one and only Angel Sigala. He is a Mexican performer which I had the pleasure to see on stage in New York, New York, um, the latest Kendra and Ab musical with additional lyrics by our amazing, amazing multi-hyphenate Lin-Manuel Miranda. Angel, I am really, really happy to have you over. How are you? I'm good, Martin. Thank you for having me. Oh, it's so good to be here. Um and just so excited that we finally got the chance to do this. We met, oh, I, I think, like you mentioned, in May. Yeah. Right? This was back in May. And now, so happy to get to be here. <laughs> yes. Angel and I met in May, and we've been planning this episode since then. So I'm really excited to have him over on Backstage Talk. Angel, first, before we dive into all the specifics, what else do we need to know about you? Okay, well, uh, I am 27. I just turned 27. I'm a Gemini. <laughs> uh, and, uh, well, I, I yeah, like you said, I, w I was born in Mexico. I was born in Mexico when I was, and I came to the U.S. when I was 10. So as a child. And yeah. uh, Spanish was my first language. Learned English here in the States. And I was a little bit of a late bloomer when it comes to theater. Mm -hmm. I didn't start theater really until college. And... Uh, my training started there, voice lessons, dance, everything. And I think that's a testament to anyone out there who is still very interested in the arts, who thinks it's too late. It's never too late. Yeah, if you have the passion to do it and you have the people around you and the support to do it, it's go for it. Yeah, go tackle that big monster that choosing a career in the arts is. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so... You just said you were a late bloomer. So why musical theater and why dreaming about Broadway? Ooh, that's a good question because, you know, there are so many different art forms. But I think what was so exciting to me about theater is how collaborative it is and how many art forms you can include in it. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I, I was a dancer first. I danced Mexican folklore, folklore mexicano in Mexico and then when I came to the States I was like a little lost because I didn't have that out that art form so um, luckily I found a community eventually that was doing Mexican folklore and wanted to do that with me and we we did that together for a few years but theater was kind of that saving grace you know it, 
all of a sudden I saw kids telling stories and I saw an audience coming together and experiencing something magical for a few hours. And that was, that stuck with me. And that magic is something that I still feel even to this day. I love that. I love that. So let's talk a little bit about your journey all the way to New York, New York, because I can still remember the day you posted that video in which you got the part in that show. And it still gives me chills when I think about it, because I can still remember you running around the room, um, telling everybody, crying. And that that was really exciting for me all the way here. So tell us a little bit more about that journey to the show. Well, the journey was a dream. And it was... It was so it was a little quicker than I think than normal because I hear a lot of stories about people auditioning for Broadway and you know going to so many callbacks and doing it time and time again and that is not to say that I didn't have that experience you know I I did work regionally in Philadelphia in regional theaters and Philly Philadelphia has a great theater community as I'm sure so many other cities have that great theater community and I think that helped me to be here where I am because it didn't feel like a huge shift. Obviously the stakes are a little higher. It's, it's Broadway. <laughs> just a little bit. <laughs> just a little bit. And you're dancing and singing in front of John Kander, Susan Stroman and Lynn. But um, it was rather quick. I, I heard about the, the list, the casting um, through an Instagram post. And then that same day, um, my, an old professor of mine sent me that post and I was like, okay, this is two different signs from the universe that I have to at least try. Yeah. And when I sent my submission, it was kind of like those things. I was like, mm, we'll hear about it. Maybe, maybe not. Yeah. And then a few days later, they were like, can you come in in person? And I was working in a show. And so gratefully, I would shout out to People's Light Theater Company in Malvern, Pennsylvania, who allowed me to miss two shows to come to New York um, to audition for this. And when I came in in person... We danced. And when I can tell you, one of the, the most chilling moments that I got was when Susan Stroman walked into the room because we learned the combination and then she came in. <laughs> and when everyone came in, everybody stood a little taller and the, the air just kind of shifted. And I was like, wow, this is so powerful. But she was always so kind and so, so with a smile on her face. And um, the second day when we were invited to come back, there was only three of us. I heard from casting that they auditioned over 500 Mateos, yeah. 500 people. And then when I came in uh, that second day, um, I sang the first song. And then Susan was like, great job, Angel. John, do you have any any notes? And I look over and there's John Kander. And I, <laughs> when I tell you I cursed, I said, like, I cursed so, I'm sorry for saying that. I cursed and I, like, had a moment. And I was like, okay, like, here we go. This is this is it. it, it something also shifted in me. And then I got to sing Gold. That was the last thing that I did. I got to sing Gold. And um, it, there's a lyric in there that says, you know, we're going to shine like that skyline, that New York skyline that is always so dreamy to look at. Yeah. And thankfully, in the room where I auditioned, they had the windows open. And I was able to look out into the skyline and it was just, it was so magical. I was like, wow, even if I don't get this, this is a story that I will never forget. And then they told me to walk outside and I was like, wait, they told me to wait outside. Is this, 
what I think it means. I don't know. I'm not going <laughs> to. And it just felt so surreal. And when I came back in the room, Susan was like, okay, we, we want one more thing from you. We want you to be Mateo on Broadway. And I cried. And they all stood up and it was magical. I But I, I wanted to call right away my family, my, my, my boyfriend, tell, tell everybody. But I was like, no, I have to tell them in person. And I, and I wanted to savor that moment for myself, yeah. too. Um, but that journey, even though it was quick, um, it was it definitely hasn't been easy. I mean, Latino representation on Broadway is like really starting to pick up. And I feel it this year, too. I mean, mm-hmm. we have so many Latinos on Broadway right now. And yes. I think that a few years ago, that wasn't a thing. So to be able to have that right now is, is is a cool moment and I feel the momentum going and I hope that this is a beginning, you know, for more stories to come. I love that. I love that. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. And I love more that you have full scenes in Spanish throughout the show. Like you really have this space in which Spanish as a language is being spoken without supertitles, without captions on stage. And that is really powerful. Um, So... Was this like a, a decision that was taken from the beginning or what did this happen when the show was in workshops or yeah. yeah. Tell us a little bit about that. Yeah. I think it was from the beginning, from the beginning, that's what they wanted to do. Um, and when they were looking for Mateo, they were looking for somebody who spoke Spanish. And I think that that was the biggest green flag for me. I was like, wait, that's, I can do that. I can, I can do that. You know? And, um, And and the, the the fact that I didn't even realize this until a few people told me, like, right, like, we don't translate anything on that stage. We just say our Spanish and unapologetically. And some people get it. Some people don't. And you can hear that when, when there's not a lot of Latinos out there in the audience. Sometimes people go like, what? <laughs> But I think that that's so wonderful. And, um, you know, that's an experience that a lot of immigrants in this country have. Yeah. And... Um, I think, like I said, it's just the beginning, but definitely it was, it was from the beginning, I think from the inception of this musical that they wanted to have that Spanish language in there. I love that. I love that. So how has your heritage influenced your artistry and more in a role as Mateo in New York, New York? Oof. Well, I am an immigrant. My parents are immigrants. They're, oh. And I think my heritage, you know, having that big family value 
you know, really believing in 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 in, in what and then the, the the sacredness of family and the sacredness of um, of hard work and a work ethic has definitely influenced this character. Um, we we see Mateo Diaz strive to to live out his dreams, but he also is there for his family, for his mom. Yeah. Um, and um, I gotta say, like personally, when I was in Mexico, my dad came to the United States first. He immigrated first about two years before my mom, my sister, and I did. And that moment of just being with my mom, I personally, because of cultural. Um, influences I felt like I had to be the head of the household because I was the man of the house yeah and that you know that dynamic those gender dynamics in our culture still exist to this day and we are hopefully moving forward and and finding new ways to teach our children that um you know gender is what you want it to be and what that means for you and um I think you know that that definitely was powerful to me as I discovered Mateo and that relationship with my mom. I'm really close to my mom. My mom is my mom and I sit down and kiki all the time. And I think that that, that was really, that was really beautiful. And you can bring a lot of that stuff to Mateo. Yes. Like your own story is really, really close to Mateo's story on, on the show. Um, and, and that is just beautiful. Mm. What, what do you say is the best thing about being a Latin artist? Ooh, the best thing about being a Latin artist is uh, having that flavor, having mm-hmm. that community there and the music. I mean, Janet, Dakal, and I get together. Sometimes we just start a beat and we get going and we kiki and, and we talk about in Spanish, in and out of Spanish. And I think that sense of community and I felt it also from other Latinos in other shows um and Sweeney Todd and Shucked and Camelot that support of Latinidad and knowing that we're here together and knowing that it wasn't easy to get here and it's a beautiful thing community yeah absolutely so who's your biggest Latin inspiration oh my gosh I want to give a shout out to all of the queer Latino artists, Latine artists and personality celebrities that never really got the chance to come out um, and or really like claim their identities like Walter Mercado, um, Juan Gabriel. Juan Gabriel for me as a Mexican artist was one of those voices that was so powerful and his songs just come to me and, and they they're so powerful to me but I don't think they never really got to claim their identity because lo que se ve no se habla, right? Or something like that in Espanol. Mm-hmm. Like, and that to me gives me the, the power to be like, okay, I can maybe make that decision to, to be conscious and to be fully proud of who I am and maybe get to inspire other Latino artists and the new generations that come. Oh, absolutely. And Trust me, you are inspiring a lot of new artists, young Latin artists, by just being on Broadway and fully unapologetically being you on Broadway. Um, And that is just ginormous. My last question for you is, what are your top five favorite musical theater shows? 
Oh my goodness, Martin, this is hard. And I had to think <laughs> about this one porque I don't really have like a huge favorite musical. I think my favorite musical, to be honest, is going to be one that is coming soon, you know, and I and I don't know what that is yet, but a story that fully embraces Latinidad and queer culture, I don't know. But a few of my favorites. In the Heights. <laughs> um, of yes, Company. Yeah. Um Ooh, I loved Phantom of the Opera. As a kid, That's I kind of got enamored to musical theater by... I wish that I could be Phantom, but I'm not tall enough to be <laughs> Phantom, unfortunately. Um, but, um, okay, Phantom Company in the Heights. Uh, I love... I loved, to be honest... Uh, hmm. This one's going to be a little bit biased, but... New York, New York has become one of my favorite musicals because it has a classic feel, mm -hmm. but very contemporary too. Yeah. And I would say last but not least, <laughs> maybe Hamilton. Sure. Why not? Yeah, why <laughs> <Yeah>. not? <laughs> Just pumping our, our incredible Lin-Manuel a little bit. <laughs> exactly, exactly. I love that. Angel, thank you so much for being here, for sharing your story, your journey, your Latinidad. Thank you so much. It really means a lot. Gracias a ti, Martin. Thank you for having me and many, many huge congratulations again. I hope that um, to see you in New York whenever you're here. Thanks, everyone, for listening to this new episode of Backstage Talk. Remember to follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Backstage Talk Podcast. Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the Rise Theater directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E.org because only together we rise. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.